Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast was recorded on Rwandari land. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and to the traditional owners of the game Mangrook, without which our game wouldn't exist. This is Footy Actually, brought to you by Play On Radio. Hello and welcome to Footy Actually, the alternative listening footy podcast for diehard fans. My name is Kel Rowe and I'm here with my co-host Gemma Bastiani, AFLW analyst extraordinaire. How's it going, Gem? Hello. I didn't tell Kel to say that about me, just so everyone knows. She came up with that herself. I think everyone knows that that is your your gig, though, even if it's assigned by all of us. You have to own it now. <laughs> oh, it's so hard to describe what I When people ask me what I do, I'm like, ah, oh, lots of things, because <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I wish more people that I talk to about what you do knew who Sir Swamp Thing is, because that would make my life easier. But it's apparently quite niche. So <laughs> my my mum's a big fan now because Lisa Stalaker mentions him all the time and she knows that I know him. So she's always like, oh, they mentioned Swamp today. I'm like, great, mum. Thank you. That's nice. I'm glad you're listening. This is actually not just a Swamp fan podcast, um, despite what you're hearing. Even though he has my book version of Never Surrender, which I would like back one day. Well, that's a very convenient segue because guess who we're talking about today? GWS Giants. The Giants finished ninth on the ladder at 74.1% and they had to deal with the most hubbing than any other team thanks to pandemic restrictions last year. How do you think they did despite all of that? Well, I think there's that and then the added layer of having lost their teammate Jacinda Barclay right before the season as well. So I think as much as they may be as a team internally wouldn't want to be given an excuse for not making finals last season. I think all of us commend the way they performed despite everything they dealt with. 100%. Um, they were still a competitive side. Yeah, I think they did as well as they could have given the circumstances. So, yeah, I think we do need to be compassionate when it comes to that. 100%. And, you know, I think that is all summed up in two words, never surrender. <laughs> Sorry for being cheesy. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. They had a lot of external factors and pressure throughout the season and and obviously running into the season and handled it with a certain air of grace and dignity and still managed to be a competitive team in the competition. That was the season um, and now we're in the off season again. What what were the highlights for you, the trade and the draft highlights? I mean, clearly Chloe Dalton. We have to talk about Chloe Dalton. Um, Absolutely. I think this was one of two big coups in the trade period. Um, No matter what the Giants have done in their first five seasons, they've never been able to effectively find um, supporting outside run or effective outside run for a strong midfield group. I think Dalton will will almost certainly change that. She's a wonderful combination of run and carry and pressure, which they really need. And she'll able 
to really compliment Parker and Beeson, who um, I don't know the exact number, but Parker and Beeson combined this season just gone for the highest percentage of a team's um, clearances for a season between two players. So I think they had over 50% of the team's clearances between just the two of them. Um, So yeah, they've got strength there. They probably could use a bit of support there, but the ability to transition from the inside to the outside has constantly been the Giants issue. And I think while Dalton isn't going to solve all their problems, she will help fix one of their biggest problems. What about you? Well, I, I have to agree with you there. I'm pretty stoked uh, that Daltz is up at the Giants. I was sad to see her leave the Blues, but she's going to be great for the Giants. She's already in their leadership group. She has this amazing experience as an elite athlete in multiple sports. Mm. Um, so I think she, aside from her skills, which you've mentioned, she's going to have a lot to offer off-field as well. I also just wanted to highlight Katie Lawrence, another blue bagger moving up to the Giants. I am a massive fan, and I've said this before, I'm a massive fan of people being able to play footy for as long as possible. And Lindsay getting a, another run at the Giants after being delisted by the Blues is, is pretty great to see. She's got experience, she's got leadership, and she's just got stacks of courage through the middle. So she might not be, you know, your standout player. And, and the Giants have a pretty amazing list when you actually look at it. Um, in terms of the names in there, but she's going to bring so much and bolster what they already have. I think it'll be a really nice compliment to everything else. It's also worth noting that there was more than one club going after Katie Loins when they heard she was not going to be offered another contract. So she was an in-demand property and the Giants won out there. It's really great to see. Who was your draft highlight? So Jess Doyle went at pick 49 uh, nationally, which is number two in New South Wales. I wanted to highlight Jess because she's actually the first Swans Girls Academy player to be drafted to the AFLW, which is incredibly exciting. The Swans Girls Academy didn't have players old enough yet until this season um, to be drafted. She was also their captain when they played in those exhibition games throughout the year as well. She's good in the one-on-one. She makes really good decisions and she's clean in the wet, which is a worth noting given the Giants yes. track record with wet games. So I'm really excited to see what Jess can do. I'm also really excited at the prospect of her, you know, flitting back to the Swans after one season at the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> well, absolutely. We're only going to have to wait a season for that before we see what that's going to pan out like. And, and it is really exciting to, to see some of those girls get a run in the league before potentially clocking home to the Swans, which is which is awesome. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so Cassidy Simmons at pick number 60 in the draft for me. She's come across into the AFLW after competing as a heptathlete, which I am completely fascinated by. I think there's probably going to be a lot of transferable skills there. It'll just be about how they come to the, the foreground in, an, in a football context, but she has been playing footy as well. Uh, and she's been playing in the AFL Sydney competition for the UNSW ES Bulldogs and kicked a few goals there. I think she averaged about two goals a game in their season. So lots of promise. Um, and I can't wait to see where she ends up in the outfit. Yeah, she's an incredibly athletic player. She's got really good endurance. Um, and, you know, you can see her lining up in the opposite wing to a Chloe Dalton and being that outside runner for them, which could be really handy as she develops her footy. She's 
175 centimeters tall as well. So similar to Dalton in terms of height. So yeah. can provide that little bit, but yeah, you can also see us supporting in that forward line, which we're going to talk about shortly as well. <laughs> Absolutely. No, lots of good things to come. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Any off-season concerns? I mean, I think there are a few with the Giants. Uh, yep. My big one is that they've said goodbye to players responsible for nearly a quarter of their 2021 goals. And Cora Staunton is also responsible for a third of their goals this year. So a third of their goals have come through one player who is still there, but is one player. And then 25% mm. have come through players who are no longer there. Where does their scoring come from? I'm not sure that they found the arsenal up forward to really threaten the competition still. So I know I, you know, I've written articles in the past. Defense wins premierships. The Lions did things off the back of defense, but they also had a really efficient forward line. Yeah. The Giants have a forward line, but I don't know that it's very efficient. And yeah, Cora Sorton is great, but when she doesn't score, it, since she started at the Giants in 2018, there are only two games that the Giants have won without. Coruscant and kicking a goal so they rely really heavily on her to get them a score to win a game and you'd have to think if she's the only key forward character up there well it's her and Beck Privatelli uh Beck is a little bit inconsistent yeah but score a scorer <laughs> will attract the attention of the opposition defense mm. and if if there is less support for her up the front and we don't know what you know, the, the new draftees are going to be able to do in that in that sense, you'd have to think that there's a risk that that scoring avenue is going to be limited. Yeah, and 2020, the Giants created more opportunities for goal than they had ever done in the past, but they averaged their score in the competition because they were so inaccurate. Yeah. So even when they have in the past generated opportunities, they haven't been able to convert. So it's such a chink in their armor that I don't know that they've drafted or or signed players to solve that problem. I know they've got in Jazz Grierson, she's a defender off halfback, Mm. Chloe Dalton. She's not best used if she's sitting up forward. You need her to get the ball into the forward line. And Katie Loins, yeah, she can sit forward a little bit, but that's not going to fix your scoring issues. So where does that get solved is my question. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, uh, I think we kind of agree here that there's been some big losses in, in Dalpas to the Blues and Bennett's to the, the Dogs, but also Nicola Barr and Tani Evans are sidelined for an extended period with injury. They're saying that they're working towards getting Barr ready for round one, but they've opted out of surgery that seemingly would have fixed the problem, but taken longer and ruled her out for the season completely. So hopefully it's hopefully it's all good and it's an injury that they can manage in the manner that they are doing so that she can come back and play because she's a, a great player to watch. 
but you, yeah, there are some concerns there for injuries already in the preseason. Tani Evans, I think, has a stress fracture in her foot. Yeah. After absolutely smashing their 2K time trial, hopefully that's uh, that's something that she can heal up fast as well. Yeah, it's it's tough going for them. Let's be honest. Yeah, but not unfamiliar territory as it seems. <laughs> keep pushing keep pushing guys (laughs) um so you sort of you sort of touched on how they like to play there we we feel like maybe they need some more reinforcements in the forward line I know they've got clever footy minds up there you know Alicia Eva is going to be an incredible coach one day they do have smart footballers but I don't think they've got the ability to execute a really nuanced game plan yeah so at the moment, it's very much win the clearance through the likes of Beeson or Parker and pretty much bomb the ball forward, hope to win it and get a shot yeah. on goal. There's not a lot of clarity other than that. Um, they, don't, they don't change angles going forward. It's very much kick the ball out of a contested situation, try to get as much ground as possible. That obviously... Um, the, the perspective of that being their game plan obviously comes with the factor that they do play a lot of wet games, which we flagged already. Yeah, That is going to impact it. But even in the dry, they don't do a lot of clean transference of the ball. They very much just want to directly go win the ball, get it forward. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, which works. But if that's all you're doing over and over again, your opposition is going to pick that apart pretty quickly. Yeah. I think uh, I think in response to this one in our notes, I've got score. I better get her skates on. Well, but exactly, like if she doesn't, if she doesn't kick goals. They're far less likely to win a game. It's as simple yeah. as that. Agreed. So, given we haven't got a fixture yet, who would you like to see as a dream matchup this season? I've got Geelong for this one. I don't know why I slammed my pen down just then. I'm sorry if that <laughs> came through on my mic. Um, but I've got Geelong. So. Strong young midfield up against a strong young midfield, which I really like. They're quite similar in terms of being very reliant on defense and not necessarily great at generating scores. Um, I I don't think the matchup will be pretty, but I think it's very much a battle of wills between two very similar setups. Um, And that's why I've chosen Geelong, uh, which probably seems like a real left of center choice, but we've gone with it. So it's there. Yeah, and I think I've I've chosen mine for similar reasons. So I, I want to see them play St Kilda again. Um, their battle in the wet against the Saints at Moorabbin last season was just horrendous. cold, hard <laughs> footy. It was horrendous for me because I was on the boundary uh, with no protection from the elements. That's the thing. The the f- um, coverage cut out for a moment and everyone missed Kate Sheilor's goal in that game because it was so wet that the coverage cut out, yeah. It was, it was unbelievably wet. And really the Giants made the Saints pay in the first, the first quarter. Um, and beyond that, it was pretty much tit for tat. But they got four easy goals off the yeah. back of um, Beck Fribitelli just absolutely um, clunking some marks in the goal square. You can't leave her alone. You can't leave her unmarked. The Beck Fribitelli story out of that was a really interesting one as well. She had been dropped yeah, for underperforming. Yeah. Um, and the whole con when she came out, she kicked those three goals in the first quarter and she was taking those great marks was why was she dropped? It's like, this is why she was dropped because now she's come back and she's performing the way we know she can perform. She had a point to prove. 
exactly. And that's the thing. She'd, I think she'd kicked one goal for the three games prior to that. This game, she kicked three goals in the first quarter. So it's like, this was why she got dropped. I just w- wanted to put that out there. No, no, they lit a fire underneath her and she absolutely went out there and took it to them. My only caveat to this rematch is that I'd like to see it on a dry day. Not just <laughs> not just for my um, benefit, but also, um, like I said, I, I want to see how the Giants stack up in dry conditions, you know. Mm. I think it would be a different sort of game. Yeah. Do you reckon they'll make finals? Unfortunately, I do not. Yeah, same here. I'd like to see them get success. Um, it just might not be top six. Yeah, I, I think the, the hope is that we see improvement in how they're playing and we see the emergence of some talent that can take them that next step. But I don't know that it will be enough this season. Yeah, I think generally speaking, um, fans of the AFLW, regardless if you're a, a Giants supporter or not, everyone kind of wishes them the best and they want to see them do well. So they've had such a such a hard trot in some respects to come out and, and play footy, particularly in the last year. So it'd be nice to see that turnaround for them. Well, currently I agree. Uh, come 2023, no. Because yeah. swans, swans all the way. <laughs> well, your your uh, your footy nemesis is then, so that's it. <laughs> completely fair, completely fair. Well, that's it for today. If you'd like to find us online, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, I'm row underscore Kel, and you can find Play on Radio Mel. Gemma, what's your Twitter handle? I'm at GL Bastiani. Come and chat. Come and talk footy with us. Um, we won't bite. Nope. Just don't say anything stupid. <laughs> and uh yeah go for the swans is that how it works no you don't have to go for the swans just respect them <laughs> <laughs> fair enough well that's it from us for now thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time on footy actually Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.